Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your bio look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, the board game man. And the holiday that earlier this month uh, and hockey that I've been traveling to has made this month a bit nutty for me. So this is kind of like the end of September news for 2022. Uh, so Asmodee and Z-Man announced uh, this week that they're releasing a Star Wars game, The Clone Wars. So Star Wars, The Clone Wars, this will be out later this month uh, or next month. It should be about $60. I think it's going to be a Target exclusive initially uh, or a Target online exclusive and then everywhere else pretty much mid-September, I mean mid-October-ish. Now this is a a pandemic game system game with some new twist to it. So it reminds me of Pandemic mixed with Defenders of the Realm, which Defenders of the Realm is already based off Pandemic, but really kind of had a, a little bit of a twist. Uh, and that's really kind of what I'm going at. So it has a little bit more of a twist, but really feels more like Defenders of the Realm. So you're each going to be taking control of a Jedi, trying to take out the different droid armies, and also having to take out a certain number of big bads like General Grievous, Dooku, uh, Darth Maul, etc. So since it's got card play dice rolling to get those big bads that really what really makes me think that's the part that really makes me think that this is like a star wars versions of defenders of the realm so look for this one uh, like i said it'll be about 60 dollars. that's a bit much but i think it's because there's so many minis because each character is gonna have a really nice mini to it all the jedi uh with ahsoka and and, and obi-wan and uh and anakin so i mean those really nice minis plus i think there's gonna be a ton of the droid minis that'll be in there as well as the evil uh the big bads that'll be in there will have their own minis too so that's probably what brings that price a little bit up but this one really looks kind of cool and and who am i kidding uh i mean whatever it's pandemic system or defenders realm and i've got those but it's star wars and it looks great so it's gonna be a fun thing bring some of those other kind of you know the the main street crowd into that kind of uh gameplay so it really looks good so i'm sure i'll pick it up uh, let's head on over again to Essen just for a, for a minute. Rio Grande is going to be releasing Woodcraft. This is from Vladimir Suhi and Ross Arnold. This one will be about $50. Should be out again probably next month uh, or in a couple of weeks at Essen. This is a mid to heavyweight Euro. This is about running competing wood shops in the wild. Now, it's got some dice manipulation, some contract completion, all that nice Euro goodness that we've come to expect from uh, Vladimir Suhi. Uh, that's who did uh, Last Will, Underwater City, Praga, it's just some great games. Uh, Suhi's done some some amazing games out there, uh, and, and I guess this one will probably have that same weight to it as well. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this one. God, I just I just really like that those heavier weight, and of course it's got a solo version, which as usual is right up my alley. Uh, and this one should be again about fifty dollars, uh, and you probably. Uh, I haven't seen any interest, I mean, any sort of dates as far as Windows will be in the U.S., but uh, hopefully it'll be earlier next year, not too late. Uh, you never know what these S and usually takes a couple months before they get over to this side of the pond. A uh, couple of releases announced from Pegasus Spiel. Uh, the first one is Micro Macro Crime City 3 All In. That's their third version of the Micro Macro Crime City. Uh, this is All In. This will be out uh, in October, about $35. Uh, this game, uh, the original one in a Spiel uh, a few years ago, uh, man, these games are tons of fun. So these are the games where you have that big old black and white map. Uh, and there's different crimes or cases that you need to solve. And everything you need is, is going to be printed on this map because there's just kind of like comics or just little characters everywhere. And then the little, uh, the case is going to have kind of a little bit of text and then a couple of pictures. And then you've got to figure out what happened. You know, it'll, there'll be like three or four cards for each case. So as you're kind of solving a bit of the case, you'll know where it goes or be able to solve that part. Then you flip the case, uh, you know, flip to the next card to give you a little more information. 
It's really fun. This is one of the best family games or, or kind of group games or group activities that you can do. It's just so much fun. There's a million cases, that, a million, a little exaggeration. Here. So there's about 20 or so cases in each one of these boxes. And they vary from, from kind of easier ones to really hard ones to, to do. But there's just, this is just a great fun game. Uh, again, micro macro crime city, just so much fun. And the, the thir- third one will be out next month. So check that one out as well. Now, the second one that, uh, from Pegasus Spiel announced is called Caldara Park. This is from Keith. Kiesling and Kramer, uh, Michael Kiesling and Wolfgang Kramer. Uh, that'll be out next month as well. That'll be about $40. This is a kind of a, a tile-laying tile puzzle game. Now, those two are usually known for kind of a heavier or medium to heavier weight uh, Euro games. But this one looks a little bit lighter, yet I think the puzzle element of the gameplay is what's going to bring this one into kind of the heavier realm. So uh, in each turn, you're going to have two steps. One player is going to choose a feature. It's going to be a species or a watering hole and a terrain requirement from a selection that's out there. Then each player is going to place one of their tokens showing that feature onto one of their park spaces obeying the terrain requirement. Uh, it seems a little bit easier at first, and then it's going to get more challenging as your kind of your your uh, little tableau gets filled up. So again, it's more of a puzzle based thing, but I don't think it's going to have that heavier weight. But it'll be interesting to see how how this one does play uh, and, and how it does have that again puzzle feel or or kind of more of a if, whether that is what makes it a little more brain burny there. Capstone Games is going to release the deep print games version of Beer and Bread over here in the U.S. That'll be out in January of next year. This is a two-player game from Scott Alms, uh, Mr. Tiny Epic, uh, everything himself, and of course, much, much more. He's got a lot of great games out there. Uh, and the art in this one is by one of my favorites, Michael Menzel. Uh, this is a two-player game. Uh, and it'll play in about 45 to 60 minutes. Uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, it's about competing villages, uh, trying to produce the best goods or well, the, the best beer and bread using multi-use cards and this cool flip-flop round gameplay where kind of there's a good round and a bad round as far as the harvest go. Uh, and what's seen in recent years, it's going to be have an interesting scoring. So this is kind of a newer thing that we've seen re- in recent years is that the twist is you have to balance your scoring and the harvesting or production in a way so you they make them both kind of high. So you can't just have beer high and bread low because whoever, whichever one is your least uh, of the score of the two scoring is the one that's actually going to be used to win the game. So you don't want to go two nuts on beer and have a lower score in bread because the bread score is what's going to really count. So you got to make sure you're getting them both up at the same time because then you're just going to use a little. It's an interesting uh, little take on that. I, I do like when games have that kind of thing, you know, whether it be like that crisscross mechanism, kind of like uh, Arc Nova, or kind of using that same type of the lower end. Uh, uh, Crown of Amara kind of did sign of a similar thing like that as well. So Days of Wonder, as we know, usually they put out a smaller amount of games, usually kind of more family weight games, but they're only known for putting out like one game or maybe two a year. Uh, this year, Days of Wonder is releasing Heat Pedal to the Metal. This will be later this year. This is kind of a family-ish weight, I guess. It's a Formula One type racing game, but it's card based and you're using the cards to kind of see how fast you move. Now, the hand management here is what you're going to be, is going to be the most important thing because you're going to formulate a strategy around or two and ahead, but you don't want to accumulate too much heat or else you're not going to be able to move or use those higher gears. So to me, this is kind of the card play. It seems like a mix of Flamme Rouge, uh, Ave Caesar, and maybe even a little Formula Day kind of mixed in there. So just a, just kind of a 
a card-based racing game uh, in a Formula One race. So it looks pretty good. Um, I, I think this one will, will be fun, and it'll be a you know good family weight game. Again, it'll be about an hour, so has that in one to six players, so it has that kind of feel to it as well. So you know, probably hits that sweet spot of most days of Wonder Games. Uh, Steam Forged uh, finally in the news. Steam Forged is announced that they'll be making a board game based on the Elden Ring uh, video game. Uh, not a whole lot of info info on it, but Steam Forged is famous for their large scales kind of adaptation of board games with great miniatures and kind of really fun gameplay. So I'm sure their Elden Ring adaptation will be good. This is, of course, Steam Forge has made things like uh, Dark Souls, Resident Evil, Monster Hunter, Horizon Zero Dawn. So all great gameplay there with uh, just a beautiful mini. So if you like the the, the video game ad- uh, version of Elden Ring, I think this one will be right up your alley. Uh, it probably won't be cheap because they put out really good miniature versions, but that's probably you know a good thing for the people that would like to get in on this one. Let's head on over to digital quick. Uh, I will put a link in the notes. The Unmatched Digital is now in that early release on Steam. Uh, it's, it plays great. I played a little bit of the, of, of a couple of the players, I mean, or a couple of the, the kind of matchups there. It plays amazing. It's on Steam. Pick it up now. I think it's about $20. Uh, to get in on that, and it'll be adding and tweak. They they did tweak some things because I noticed there were a few bugs early on, but they are pretty much releasing patches kind of pretty as they're needed, uh, and they do a really good job uh, uh, as kind of fixing it as they go. But really, really cool. Check that one out. Another game that I saw that I thought was really cool is this game called Moonbreaker. This one will be out later this week, so by the time you listen to this, it might be out in early access. This is a turn-based strategy tabletop tactics game. Now, they say it's designed to be a true digital miniatures experience set in an expansive sci-fi universe crafted by Brandon Sanderson. Uh, that's going to bring a lot of people in. Uh, so this is your director, captain, and crew to determine the fate of the reaches in gripping, ever-changing competition and adventure. Now, through this accessible turn-based competitive gameplay, ongoing content releases, and deep customization, Moonbreaker offers a variety of gameplay experiences for all types of players. So I really like the whole turn-based aspect, and it really does look like a tabletop mini skirmish type game, uh, like Warhammer Lite, I guess. Uh, and even uh, I even saw something that it had where you're kind of you can paint your own minis and that you use in this game. So there's kind of a painting studio built in for customization. So people are really going to dig that particular one, that particular part of this, because uh, you can get your real artist on. Because I'm not very good at painting minis, but maybe I'll be a little bit better at using this tool to get uh, you know customize my game. So I'm interested to see how this one plays. So check that one out. Uh, I didn't see a price on it, but being that it looks. Uh, like a really good uh, adaptation. It's probably going to be like a $30 game there because it looks like it's really, really nice uh, quality there. Head on over to Kickstarter. I did mention uh, Brandon Sanderson. So the Stormlight Premium Minis, uh, I mentioned that one last episode. That one is up on Kickstarter right now. It's got about a little less than three weeks to go. It's over 2 million, but if you want to check those out, and they did recently release the information someone else is going to be putting out within the next two years, an RPG based in the Brandon Sanderson. That'll probably hit Kickstarter too and go absolutely crazy. But I just wanted to mention that I do have a link in the show notes now, and it is well, well funded. You got plenty of time to get in on these Stormlight miniatures. This is by Brotherwise Games, uh, a great game studio as well, a board game studio. So these minis should be great. Uh, another quick hit here, Kingdom Builder Anniversary Edition. This is the kind of the 10-year anniversary of Kingdom Builder. I absolutely love Kingdom Builder. So if you don't own this one, this kind of deluxe edition might be right up your alley. It's about another week to go, and it is funded. But I really like Kingdom Builder. They do one thing on this that I don't really necessarily like. Uh, they've got a uh, kind of an early bird uh, to this one. 
But there's a second early bird that is not gone yet, and that one's for $90. I don't really like early birds on these because it kind of makes, kind of goes against the whole idea of backing, but it is a good way to, for them to kind of generate early money. But there are some left, some pledge levels left at that second early bird. So it is only $90, but it does have kind of a really blinged out version of Kingdom Builder. And Kingdom Builder is an absolutely great game by Donald X Vaccarino. Uh, next up, Sagrada Artisans. This is by Floodgate Studios and, and Ben Harkins. This is kind of a, this isn't, uh, I don't, I kind of want to call it Sagrada Legacy, but it's a little bit different because it plays different where everyone's going to have their kind of own little book and you've got these pencils, colored pencils that you're using to kind of go through the book um, and you're constructing your stained glass legacy, as they say. Uh, so the game is a little bit different and it is kind of a roll and write, but with that same kind of Sagrada gameplay. Uh, and being that it's two to four players, you'll have four boxes, books in there. So if you're a two player gamer or maybe even just a one player gamer, you'll get a bunch out of there, but they're also selling, uh, these kind of recharge packs. So if you go through it, I guess as two players or whatever, you can kind of get the recharge pack and you can use the other two books to go through it again, but it looks really good. Uh, I absolutely love Sagrada and this campaign looks great. There's about a week to go in this one. Well, well funded. Of course, this is by Adrian Adamescu and Daryl Andrews. Oh man, just just another solid game, uh, you know, in that Sagrada universe. So it looks very cool. So check that one out. Uh, next up, we have a few. These three are kind of, I think they're all funded, but they're kind of seem like smaller projects, in my opinion, as far as the the companies are smaller. But I, I really like each one of these in their own way. The first up of these three is going to be a really cool looking game with really unique kind of gameplay that I like. This is USC Reach, tactical sci-fi board game uh, by Arvis Games. It's got a really cool little gameplay where I really like the kind of hidden or secret. You're, you're, it's, it's not necessarily secret uh, action selection, but everyone's kind of uh, putting your people or your crew to do different uh, things throughout your ship, or you're, you're kind of putting them to do different duties, and they all have different um, uh, strengths. So you, when you put behind your screen, you're going to put them in different parts, whether they're going to be the engine chamber, the research center, the crew quarters, the command bridge, or even defense out there. Depending on where you put them, they may contribute more than if you need to, but you can use them anywhere. They'll just turn into kind of a generic worker that only gives you one strength but each time you can kind of upgrade some of your workers depending on where you put them as well throughout the the first uh you know round so eat there's three main rounds and it looks like each round i think takes up about three turns so you're constantly upgrading your crew and then going through deeper sectors uh and doing other tactical uh kind of missions i guess you would say it looks really cool i do like i do like these really cool looking projects with great art that have a really fun gameplay uh, from kind of lesser known studios, at least that I've seen lesser. This is uh, about $45 US to get to the standard edition there uh, to get all the stretch goals as well. Or there's kind of a galactic edition that is only $60 to get in. Uh, and of course, there is a retailer pledge there. So this one looks really cool. USC Reach. Uh, next up, another interesting one. Uh, it has done something cool that I haven't seen a whole, you don't see a whole lot of. This is called Rise and Fall. This is a build up unique world to make your narrative, I'm sorry, to make your nation thrive in the latest game from Christopher Bollinger, who did Dungeon Twister and Archipelago. Uh, what they do cool here, uh, and this one is put out by Ludicly, Ludicly, easy for me to say, Ludicly. Uh, this is a publisher from founded by Christopher Bollinger and Jean-Charles Moray. Uh, so this is an interesting one. Like I said, the, the thing that I thought was cool here is that you can get in, they're putting out a video game next year as well, pretty much around the same time. So you can actually download, I haven't got a chance to do this yet, but you can actually download the alpha version and play it before you even back this one. So that's pretty cool. Of course, I'll have a link to the campaign. So you'll see on a campaign where you can uh, click on that. And it's got about three weeks to go. So you've got plenty of time 
to to download this video game. But they are selling the uh, early version of the video game. The full version will be out probably sometime next year, but it's only $8 to get in on that. So if, even if you don't want the tabletop game, uh, which is only $58, uh, you can get the, the digital version. So this is a game where it has a kind of a Euro, obviously a Euro feel, where they say there's no real, uh, there's no uh, chance to it. So there's no dice or any cards. So you're just kind of selecting actions. So it's not really a lot of randomness, which a lot of people like, and some people don't like, but it's really cool how you're kind of setting up the the different maps are maps going to always be a little bit different and then you've only really got six uh basic cards that have all the different actions you can do so they have a lot to do with whether you're kind of getting uh you know expanding or you're moving your units or you're getting income or expanding uh and upgrading different things you're exploring so looks really cool so they've got different temples cities nomads mountaineers there's even ships in there uh, i really like how this one kind of plays and there's a lot of people out there that don't like randomness of other type of games you know even cards based randomness people don't like so uh this will appeal to that type of gamer as well this is rise and fall again if you just want to check it out you can download the alpha version for free and just see how it plays so that's actually pretty cool well well funded again a little bit less than three weeks to go and finally, the probably the video of the week. I put this one up on Twitter. This Kickstarter video was awesome because they did a great job. The animation is amazing. They did a really good job of explaining how to play the game. This is Spark Riders 3000. You join the crew of the Spark, Asteroid Fields, and Space Pirates await you in this fast-paced cooperative hybrid game for one to four players. It's got about a week to go. It only takes about $38 to get in on there with the stretch goals as well. There's a commander pledge that gives you a little bit more to it as well. Uh, I think there's got an extra box to it, uh, and that's $78. Now, this game kind of reminds me of kind of Galaxy Trucker, if everybody was on one ship. You know, you're not necessarily making building the ship from scraps, but basically you're going out through space using kind of an app, which is actually kind of cool, too. Uh, you, you're going to all be on there, and it has a feel of like FTL, where you're kind of moving throughout the ship fixing things or upgrading things uh, but also somebody needs to fly the ship but as you go and they throw different challenges at you you've got to do different things kind of using your turns so that's why it feels almost like and of course like uh, think of the gameplay of the captain is dead so you have the captain is dead faster than light and also a galaxy trucker all kind of mixed into one it looks and the art is great the miniatures are, are solid and the gameplay looks cool and a very cool little uh, cooperative gameplay. A little bit more than a week to go as of this recording, and it is well-funded. But I just thought this was another cool one that you may want to check out uh, as well. But if nothing else, definitely look at that video. It's great. I absolutely love this video. Uh, thanks for joining me today. If you see any news you think I'd like to feature, shoot me a message at GeekJockDan on Twitter. Also, please check out Majorspoilers.com for more content by Steven and the rest of this Major Spoilers crew. Also, check out my podcast, The Geek All-Stars Podcast. As always, I'm Dan Dan, the Board Game Man, and I'll see everyone in a couple of weeks for another Munchkin Minute. This podcast is copyright 2022 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.